Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. It's been how many weeks now since um, I've basically been told to get a haircut, and uh, here I am, sitting before you, still looking like old country for no men, as I've been told numerous times over the last couple of weeks. You know, I get that title wrong a lot. I'm always calling it no country for old men. I don't know why. I'm always, there's a, I always mix it up too. No country for old men, and no men for old country. Or so, I don't know. I always fuck it up somehow. That's a shitty title. Yeah. Great movie, though. Yeah, it sort of deflected from the whole haircut issue. Did you see that? Yeah, that was lovely what you did. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so I still need a haircut. The 90s are coming back, though. She's maybe doing you a favor. Maybe you'll get past the awkward stage and into the cool stage again. Their hair does that, you know. You get into that awkward yeah, length. But then mine, that. yeah, it's now got a little bit of length to go, and it might be cool again, but it's got a short period. I tried growing my hair long when I was younger. I can't, no. I'm not one of those guys. What about just the top, shave the sides? Uh, when I was younger, I did it, but kind of, yeah, that's coming back in a big way now. Mm-hmm. I think for a 35-year-old to do it, kind of douchey. <laughs> 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 I already went through it. I already experienced it. I already did it as a teenager. You know, Now it's come back around in vogue. I don't need to do it again. And if you're doing it again, well, you know. Good for you, but uh, not me. She has been studying, though. She has been looking at different haircuts. Like I sent her a picture of you. Yeah. And she's putting putting different haircuts on your picture. Okay. Trying to figure out, you know, how to frame frame the merchandise over there. Okay. So this is actually going to happen. There's some studying going on. Okay. Like legit studying going on. Okay. So like this Friday when I get paid, don't go out and get a haircut. No, no. Because I don't want to be an asshole, but the last few have been regrettable. Okay. I don't know any better. I just kind of get him. I'm like, okay, it's clean now. It'll grow back. I feel the same way, but she was casting rocks at your house. So, yeah. That's not good. No, she, I mean, she never really attacks people. So yeah. if she says you need a new style, it's probably time. Yeah, and I live in a mostly glass house, so rocks are not good. Well, we're trying to push you out there to the, to the fish, and last week you had your POF negative experience. I'm guessing... If history is any indicator, you have uh, hermited back up? I have hermited back up, so probably not a lot of POF this week. However, this week, uh, we might get into, we've heard about Texas Exodus a little bit on the show. We might get a little bit into her today. You know they have no background on your your Texas Exodus. I'm trying to do that thing you told me to do before the show where I go over things that we talk about. I know, I know. I just want to That's remind you that when you tell them that you're going to tell them about that, you're going to have to like go into it. You're going to have to go deep. I wasn't planning on that, Jim. 
But all right. It won't be any, it won't be, won't, no won't recognize it. Yeah. They won't recognize what the hell you're talking about if you don't give them some, some story. All right, for Christ's sakes, man. You are really fucking combative today. I'm just trying to help. You are so combative. I'm just combative. trying to help. All We're, morning. Every, yeah, you know. I look at the, I'm looking at the lineup. I feel pretty agreeable. That is combative? No, it's gonna. It's going. It's going in a direction that you're. You, you, you've laid down. You've laid down the stream here. I've just. I've added a couple of things. Okay. Some of them again. I've written down, and I don't remember why I wrote them down, and they now no longer correlate to what we were going to talk about during the show. And it just makes no sense to you. Uh, I have it now. Okay. Okay. So you got something to pepper in there? No, no. You're gonna have to carry us. Okay. Um. And then, oh, um, we've been talking about how life attacks us. When life attacks, we need to get back to. Talking about that a little bit more. It's just the title of the show. Yeah, I mean, it could work. (laughs) um, So uh, Jim and I actually each uh, had life attack us in the the very same way, on the very same day, on the very same piece of road. So sort of our topic of the week this week is going to be circumcision. This happened, this attacked us both on the same day. It did, it did. In a very, very funny way. Very funny way. Very humorous. Very, especially the town that it happened in. Just, what the fuck? And of course, we're all being attacked by nukes. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit. And do we have anything else? Uh, You know, I kind of, we glossed over it because it didn't really seem appropriate to talk about with the cults, but we never really talked about Linkin Park, in, in particular Chester Bangton. Right, killing himself. I got. I, I want to talk about that a little bit too. Well, I mean, we we really didn't even talk about Chris Cornell, like at all. I don't think uh, it was a toughie for me as well. Yeah, and again, we were in an. If they happened in such close proximity to one another, we were in that weird cycle of speak. But he will creep into this as well. So uh, why don't we start with how life attacked us? You just want to get into the topic of the week. Well, that's that's. Uh, that's a biggie. It is. I, and I feel like your ex could take longer. Really? So that may be I'm the topic hope, of the week. I'm hoping to make it And I actually it feel like circumcision is lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a lighter topic. Right. It's a pretty heavy topic, uh, apparently, for a lot of people that I, I know on Facebook. Do you have that Facebook friend that's very much, you know, just she has a baby, very much pop a tit, breastfeed it, no problems posting those pictures proud of no circumcision you, you know, know it brings me it reminds me of a story where uh, when i first uh before i was married to my wife we were dating and she was doing that thing where they sort of get their friend approval where you're you know you're escorted to each friend and you know this is jim and isn't he wonderful and, and then you have a little one-on-one with each friend it's awkward yes it's like, terrible like you know i like breathing air too oh we have <laughs> that in common yeah yeah water is wet <laughs> Anyway, we're sitting in a living room in a forced, awkward situation with one of her friends who's probably, I don't know, 22, 23, mother of two. Mm. Maybe she's a little older than that, maybe 24. Anyway, she was a young parent. So her oldest son is about six, seven. And we're kind of all just sitting in the room. And, uh, you know, you know me, like the fucking weird I can't just look past it. Something weird happens. I acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. So we're just chatting, and I have eye contact going with wife's friend. Uh, you know, we're discussing something I don't remember anymore. Right. And her son comes up and does this 
like a like a baby hand signal where he makes like Pac-Man with both of his hands. Okay, or like lobster. Like yeah, like lobster claws. I yeah. guess it's supposed to mean he's hungry or whatever. Okay. And she says okay, uh-huh. and he just dives under her shirt and starts just, nursing. Oh. And he's like, like you know, six is big. Six, six is like three is, feet, right? You're in first grade when you're six. There's expectations. Like, you know, you, you, you get school lunches and you get milk at school when you're six. You're off the tit a while, right? I th- yeah, I mean, unless you're like, what's that fucking kid in Game of Thrones? Robin? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's six, six months is, is about average. Some, some girls can't even do it that long. Yeah. Certainly, I would think two would even be kind of old. I think by two it should be like, you know, because usually by two to four, they're potty training. So I'm thinking when it's like in that potty training range. Yeah. You know, they're learning to be little humans at this point. Granted, neither of us have kids. No. But I know that it looked old enough that when it ripped mom's shirt up and we're trying to like remain talking like adults, yeah. I couldn't, I looked over at Doll and I was like, I looked back at her, I'm like, what in the fuck's going on? <laughs> I, just, what, I, I know we're first, this is the first time, I mean, what is fucking happening? Yeah. And like, I was the asshole. Of Once course, again, yeah. I'm well, the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm judgy. I'm like, judgy, you just flipped your shirt up in front of company and the kid is sucking on your, your <laughs> chest like nothing's going on and it's damn near an adult. Yeah, six is a bit much. Six is a bit much. I I mean, at, at six, I was I could have talked baseball with you. I could have been at that same party and been that kid and come up to you and said, hey, Jim, what do you know about baseball? Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to see my baseball cards? da 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 And this kid's sucking on... Were you nur- mother's milk? Were you nursed? No, I was not. Okay, I was nursed, and I don't remember it. And I think that that is one of the things in nature that I like most is that that happened. I have no recollection of it. Right. I don't want to have a recollection of it. If you were to, yeah, just like kid, I don't have a recollection of potty training. That kid's got to take that with him. Ooh. Texture, feel, size, all of it. <laughs> like he's carrying that into adulthood. Perfectly remember that perfectly about his own mother. And he's gonna he's gonna probably judge other his you know future girlfriends by that. Like, mm, it doesn't quite feel like mom's. And then what is future girlfriend like? Like, like if like he's into did. like the chest area and he's you know they're romantic. Is she like this is weird now? Did yeah. he make it weird for? Did she make it weird for him to make it weird for life? Yeah. Ooh. I kind of went down a road there. So about Facebook. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. I so, just that off. Yeah. Whoa. So, you know, you just see people like that out there. But I think, like, even my friends, yeah, they, they cut their kids off at a certain point. Like, right around that, yeah, right around that potty train, training area. Era. So, um, I wonder if that kid, uh, <laughs> nah, that's a terrible juxtaposition. Like, I wonder if he's uh, circumcised as well. Mom's obviously cool <laughs> with, uh, you know, like, is it all natural for for is, for that kid? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, more importantly, is he bathing in patchouli? Or is he- well, we'll get to why circumcision is a topic. Really, I mean, we we were driving around town, minding our own business in a community where protesting exists only during election season. Yeah, I. So for me, it started off in the morning. I got a call before I went into work, and they said, "Hey, can you run to um, Apple Valley to pick up some drugs?" We, um, you know, we're, we're a little short at our store, so we need you to run down to that one, pick some up, and bring it back to us. So, okay. Kick ass on the clock free time. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I'm driving in, and I'm coming, you know, off, off the major road there, and I just see these guys holding up signs. And at first I'm thinking, 
you know, it's still summertime. So maybe like a local high school team's having a car wash or something. And I start noticing, I, I see the word penis on one of the signs, not car wash, penis. And I see foreskin on one of the signs. And then I look and there's a guy in a white suit with blood on his crotch. <laughs> this is accurate. And I go, what the fuck is, what is this? And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's an anti-circumcision group that just decided to start protesting. There was a woman that was walking around with a sign that said, I want my foreskin back. She looked sad about it. She did. She did. So I go in, pick up the drugs for work. I'm driving back, and I get stopped at the light, and I was like, oh, this is too good. Jim. Hey, Jim, check this out. So I send it away to you. You're like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, it's happening in Apple Valley. What the fuck? Apple Valley, Minnesota. Not- it doesn't get more suburban than suburban Apple Valley, Minnesota. Yeah. And so, and I go about my day at work. And then later on in the day, I get a picture from Jim. Same group. Like, dude, I just drove by it. Yeah, I was maybe an hour behind you headed for an appointment on the other side of town. And I drove through that intersection. It's a pretty big intersection. Yeah. It's one of the major, it's like probably the major intersection of that town. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But there were, what, 100 people, 25 a corner at least, maybe 80 people, 20 a corner, something like that. Oh, it grew by the time you went there then. Mm -hmm. I just had the initial, the northwest corner was, um, that was where they were congregating when I was there. They had all four corners and all four medians with people on them. Oh, man. Yeah, it grew. It all grew. white, all blood, all okay. ridiculous signs. So that's why you got the different picture than I got, because when I was there, it was just the one corner. And the lifers got a, you know, they got a sneak peek, because didn't you tweet a picture of that? I tweeted it. I Facebooked it. Well, yeah. Do we, people use Twitter anymore? I, don't, I, I know. I, I don't. mean, we always post to it, but... I, I, I feel we get nothing back from the Twitter Yeah, crowd. it's a lot of people talking, nobody listening. I yeah. I've said that before. So, um... If you're curious, it's at When Life Attacks, if you want to go find <laughs> us on Twitter. Yeah, if you want to tweet at us. <laughs> we, we generally only tweet when we've posted a show or when we find something that's worthwhile. Right, and this one was just too good. And then um, Facebook, I put it on Facebook too, and... We have more interaction on Facebook. I think our Facebook crowd's definitely better than our Twitter crowd. Older crowd on Facebook. I've heard we need to start snapping and Instagramming. Yeah. We have an Instagram account, which I do post things to sometimes. Okay. Maybe kind of. You, you almost started doing lobster claws at me. <laughs> yeah. do, do you need mother's milk to help you through this? Well, as I was kind of thinking about it, I'm like, do I post Instagram? Well, just, you know, it just, it's, uh, I don't know. It just feels like a lot of attention. Yeah. But so for me, it was just such a thing. And then, and then I guess uh, I, I later found on the same group was doing it in Duluth on the same day. Is it that big of an organization? I don't know. I heard. Um, and then after we posted it on the Facebook, one of our um, friends of the show got back to us and said they were in Hagerstown, Maryland. That's like this little podunk town that I was born in. Like, oh, I wouldn't call it podunk, but uh, a little Maryland town. So what is the deal? What are they on the corner for? They just don't want men to be circumcised. They do not. They really feel strongly about circumcision. Okay. Um, now, I was circumcised when I was a baby. I was circumcised, too. I mean, it's just, a, I've heard it's a standard, right? Yeah. Well, that's like, I was talking to my grandma about it. <laughs> like, the things I talked to my grandma about. My poor grandmother. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, grandma. Okay. So, people were circumcised. And so, okay. Love you too, Bammy. I love you too. 
And uh, that's very much the kind of conversations I have with my grandmother. Um, I don't think that came out the David, way you wanted it David to. Crash. <laughs> I don't think that came out. That phone call did not come out the way you wanted it to. You're going to hear that back later and be like, what the fuck? What did I just say? Yeah, it was real awkward. It yeah. was flip the shirt up and nurse awkward, but it's okay. It wasn't flip the shirt. No. Yeah, yeah, it no, was vibey. No. It was a vibey conversation. But I was talking to her, yeah, because I asked her. I was like, so I saw these circumcision guys and girls like on the road. Um, you know, what's the big deal? You know, what would you guys think of it? And she's like, well, you're your age. She's like, you guys all were, you know, circumcised and um, uh, formula fed. She's like, that's just what people did at that time. You know, she's like, I, as I asked her why, she's like, I don't know. It's just what people did. I said, okay, thank you. Thanks for talking circumcision. Love you, Bammy. The idea of it was to remove the extra foreskin from the male equipment to make things cleaner. To right? make the, well, that's why I believe be the, clean. I believe that's why we um, adapted it over here in the United States. But it started off obviously as a um, Jewish custom. Yes, I don't know when it. I don't know the history of it. After studying all these cults and these, <laughs> like the last thing, I, I just didn't. I, I'm not ready to delve into foreskin uh, history and lore. We don't need to go into the dark side of it, but as far as us yeah, but Americans go, it's a cleanliness it is a clean, It is a cleanliness issue. Now, let me ask you this. Has a girl ever told you, like, I'm glad you're circumcised because if you weren't, I wouldn't have slept with you? That's pretty private, don't you think? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm uh, like looking at you like, <laughs> just talk about this titty. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never had the issue come up, not once ever. I've had girls actually tell me like, okay, oh, like when you, you know, present the package, they've said, good, good, because if you weren't, I wouldn't sleep with you. Okay. You've like, had that conversation I've with had where that, she's like, I'm I've, glad you're clean. Yeah. Because hmm. if you weren't circumcised or if you were, if you were uncircumcised, if you were au natural, basically they said, you know, I don't want that. Sort of that bacteria trap up in my box, basically, mm. infecting it. Okay. Uh, no, usually when uh, when they're comfortable enough to ask questions, it isn't questions about circumcision. They're more intrigued with, like, how all that area works, how you sit, where do things move and go. <laughs> right. You know, is this uncomfortable? Is that <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable? They don't understand, like, it can move. What? Oh, it moves. Like, if there's a change in temperature, it moves. Like, it'll roll up a little and go up and go down. Yeah, there's a lot of physics to the male equipment that they're yes. not They're not really... They got a lot of questions, which I understand. Right. And... Uh, it sort of is a strange Oregon. Right. Yeah. Like, so it could just be trapped there. Doesn't that hurt? It looks like it hurts. Should it... Does it go this way? Does it go that way? Yeah, to expl- it, yeah and you have to, like, well, you know, throughout the day, you know, you may adjust. Um, It's odd. It's a weird conversation, because yeah. when you're a male, you don't think about it in... You just you don't you ever just explain go. it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, like, you just sort of wake up and go with it. Well, Jesus, I never thought about maybe that was bad for me that that hurt. I don't know. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah. The only thing I can tell you is don't kick it in the balls. Like, it does not like being hit in the balls. This group, though, they've they've narrowed it down to 16. You call that narrowing? Well, I mean, <laughs> they brought it down to 16 reasons why you shouldn't get circumcised, correct? Yes. They've... They have, uh, is there anything scientific about it or are they just like pulling shit out of their ass? Do you have the list handy? I have the list handy. So let's go over it. Now, 
keep in mind, we didn't fact check because every time I tried to go on like a fact checking site, like circumcised versus non-circumcised or just even editorials. Who's usually, the group? I'm going to usually. Okay. The group? It's called. Um, oh, geez. They're called uh, uh, the balding. The the oh, bloodstainedmen.org. And they're so stupid. And their uh, logo. Their logo is so great. It's just like this guy, white guy in a white suit. He's not, and and he's just got red blood around his dick. It's a white stick figure with a red, red splotch right. of blood on his dick. But he's just, ah, he's just out there like free and proud, but with the blood stain. And so, um, so anyway, I tried to go on and research some of this and everyone almost seems to be afraid to talk about it. Cause it's like, well, really it just comes down to choice and preference. And, um, <laughs> some girls like it this way. Other girls like it that way. Um, you know, I mean, the woman should be able to, and like, you don't get a real answer out of them cause they just sort of dance around. Well, it. girls are going to have a legitimate answer. What do you mean? Well, they don't own the puppet. So right, right. But know, I mean, like, but that's talking like sexual for them. But then, like, I'm like, okay, well, is it cleaner or dirtier? Well, um, okay. there's evidence to support that it's not, cle- you know, that it's that it's actually um, just all the same. So you can just do whatever you want. You were like trying to get down to, well, you know, when you go down on a guy, does it stink? Or is there, you know, is there something about a guy that's circumcised or not circumcised that you prefer? And literally they were just vague. Yes. Okay. And so all of your very, research remounted to nothing. Yes. Now how it many, was very frustrating. How, how, how large was the survey? What do you mean? Did you just ask grandma or do we go beyond Oh, no, 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 no. Like I'm like hitting Google and stuff like that. Like, Did I'm, you ask any actual women face to face? Not outside of my grandma, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I wasn't asking her about the way, co- you know, shit. <laughs> I was asking her more the procedure. Jesus. Why did you guys, you know, why was our generation so? Because, okay, one stat I did read was 2006. <laughs> I can't look at you. <laughs> How's it going? 2006. Holy Stay shit. with me. Okay, 2006. It was down, male circumcisions were down like 32%. And then, like, 2011, they were down, like, 52%. So more and poorer people are electing to not circumcise. So it's going to be interesting. We're going to have this whole generation of us old men that are non-circumcised, and then the new generation is going to be, like, au natural. Hmm. I mean, I don't care, I guess. Yeah. Won't affect me. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't. Yeah, exactly. I'm not affected by it either. Um, I do find it just odd, though, how passionate they are to to go and protest on this small little town in Apple Valley, Minnesota, over your fort. You know, I want my foreskin back. I mean, do you ever just wake up at night, cold sweats, just, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, honey, honey, I dreamed I didn't have my foreskin. And then you look down, and dun, 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 no! I mean, I've never lost sleep over not having my foreskin. It's just, okay, this is, this is what I'm working with. Well, it's kind of like never being a millionaire. I'm not quite sure what I'm missing out on, but there right. is a list. What is the yes. list? What am I missing so, out all on? All right, so here's what we're missing out on. 
Number Now this one. group does organize themselves out of California, so he's he's right to be a little dumbfounded that they found their way to Apple Valley to protest. Like there's enough fucking people to make it across the nation that are upset about foreskin. Yeah. So this must <laughs> this better be some list. Uh, uh okay. So number one, it protects the infant from com- <clears throat> excuse me. It protects the infant from contaminants, infection, and uh, meatal stenosis. Nice. Way to work your way around that one. Thank you. Uh, Number two, uh, protects the adult glands from chafing and loss of feeling. Well, that's not too bad, right? Right? You know, no one likes chafing. Well, I mean, some, what do they mean loss of feeling? feel like things are pretty sensitive. They, if they were more sensitive, I think there would be a lot less satisfied women around the world, right? <laughs> ah! There would be a lot of two-pump chumps around. <laughs> two-pump chumps. I call them Minutemen. <laughs> Either way, not good. Yeah. Not good. Uh, it stores and releases natural so, lubricants. So, well, we were at 1-1. One, one. Natural lubricants, does that mean stank? See, I think the lubricants probably stink. I can't Because, I mean, good. sweat's kind of a lubricant, right? Um, dudes are gross. Yeah. I mean, a, a natural male lubricant. And if you're a promiscuous male, does that mean that it, you know... Oh, man, does it get, like, cheesy? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope no one's eating. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's... Uh, so out of the 16, I've only found one, which is the infant getting not getting an infection that's in the one column. Yeah, because they do say, I think it's 117 babies die a year from... Um, bad circumcision. Really? Yeah, that's what one of um, the websites listed. I don't know if we can trust them. I don't either. Okay, keep going. Uh, feels good for its owner with specialized pleasure nerves. Once again, more Minutemen. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that in the middle. We'll put that in yeah. the middle. I mean, I mean, I do like pleasure. Happy. Yeah, I do like pleasure. <laughs> but when you get over pleasure near a man, don't oh, you okay, okay, start but, apologizing. Okay, number five, tax right on to number four. Delivers pleasure to the male's partner. The presence of the male foreskin is inherently pleasurable in intercourse. In particular, it stimulates the female clitoris in certain sexual positions. Well, anything can stimulate the female clitoris in certain sexual positions. Well, the, f- the foreskin situation that I'm seeing doesn't look like it's enough to pull that off. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking, like... There's a reason you use different positions because it stimulates the clitoris in different ways. I guess it depends on who's cutting. I mean, you know, are you devoid of that entirely? What do you mean? A foreskin entirely? No. No. It's no. just it's a tiny Yeah. You know, it's Yeah, it's, it's you think about like wearing a turtleneck sweater. <laughs> right. All right. That's what you got around the neck there. Very smooth. Very smooth. <laughs> right. A turtleneck. I was one, I was coursing through my mind thinking, what can I say that isn't just awful? <laughs> turtleneck sweater. Yeah. Well, that makes up for my Bammy remark. It's the difference between a turtleneck sweater and, an, and what, a V-neck? <laughs> no, it would just be like a... <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going here? Like a sleeping bag. Just wearing a sleeping bag, I guess. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, so unless um, you're just really hacking away, I don't know that there would be enough <laughs> leftover material to right. be, you know, throwing her in the... I mean, I, I, maybe I'm way off here, but <laughs> I just, I don't feel like I am. 
Yeah, I mean, there's been times where, you know, I've gone too long and then it becomes less pleasurable, but it's the same with her. Like, she's like, hey, my parts are hurting just as much, if not more, than your parts. So at that point, it's time to stop anyway. Everyone's hurt. Do you have any foreskin pleasuring that you're doing now with the current equipment? Like, do I just sit there and pleasure my foreskin? You know, I don't even think I've been around any dude that's told me any one of his sadistic sick stories where it was like, and then my foreskin. and just never heard that. Yeah. I don't know if I agree. So four and five just should go in the bullshit realm. Like, and then my foreskin just shot pleasure throughout my... Yeah, I feel like those yeah. are points that won't be awarded to either side. Okay. Okay. Some... You're on six. Six. Rolls slash glides rather than rubs. This helps prevent friction and dryness, eases penetration, and provides pleasure. Hmm. So once again, reduced we're, friction we're, could be less pleasure. You know, depending. Depending on the. Yeah, Isn't it all about friction? I think you want some friction. Did so, I ever tell you about the time I lost my virginity? <laughs> we'll, let's stay with the list. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Jeez. we'll circle back to that. Ah, uh, Jesus. It's just a banner episode. Uh, that again, I don't feel like there's points there. Okay, no points. Um, number seven. seven. Yep. Keeps the head of the penis... T- <laughs> Bear with me. <laughs> okay, gotta do this straight. Composure. <laughs> gotta do Composure. this straight. <laughs> Keeps the... <clears throat> Keeps the head of the penis warm, moist, and comfortable. Okay, I'll give points for that. All right. You know, it's the winter time. Like <laughs> you want it to be, we're in Minnesota, you want it to be warm. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you want a toque. <laughs> However, when was the last time you said you were freezing your dick off? Balls, maybe. Balls, yes. Balls, yes. Do I really want my dick to just be moist all day though? Yeah, we could take a point back from that because that doesn't sound comfortable. Yeah. Sounds gross. Feels like a reduction in oral sex, actually. Yeah, and and it feels like you're kind of building up some germies down there. Yeah, like bacon bread. You don't want that. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be male yeast. Just male bad. Yeah. The warmth is quickly can't... Again, I've never been that cold. Yeah, if they just said penis warm and comfortable... Sounds nice. Sounds like it's a nice little like like a little hat for your dick, like a winter hat. Like a little warming house off the rink. Yeah. It's gonna check into this warm little house. Yeah, yeah. But then when they tell you that the warm little house is also moist, full of hockey stank and uh, shit. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, I don't know about you, but like after I play a game, like I fucking like everyone, no one hangs out in the locker room. You fucking throw off your equipment and you get the fuck out. Right. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. Provides sensory feedback, giving the man greater control of the sexual experience. So I guess they're answering our Minuteman theory. reaching. I mean, if that's true. Well, let's see how they um, describe it. We're probably coming from the wrong angle here since neither one of us is not circumcised. I I feel bad because we probably should have uh, a natural person they probably feel attacked. We'd be like, oh, that's bullshit. Oh, well, you kind of do. <laughs> well, I, I think fucker. I think it just has a lot to do with the org. It's not so much it in general, because I don't give a fuck if you're, you know, because once again, it doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more the or- organization. Just these guys. I just, I don't yeah, like Yeah, they're spending it. their free time on this bullshit. Yeah, like I just don't like these fucking guys. <laughs> so I think that's kind of clouding my brain a little bit. 
So anyway, uh, to go into detail, it says the structures of the foreskin provide full natural levels of neurological feedback, which allow robust control over erection, arousal, and orgasm. So that tells me basically, like, I guess when you're, you're, you're snipping that you're like losing like your mainframe CPU, like on your dick, like according to this, your foreskin is sort of, you know, like, like in your car, when you have the sensors and one of your sensors goes out, it's just a little sensor, but it causes the car to stall out. Oh, we're talking like not rising the occasion problems. I don't know. I don't know. It just says, I mean, listen to it. The structures of the foreskin provide full natural levels of neurological feedback. So that tells me it's going up, you know, this is straight to the brain. Just, it sounds like just another way of saying stimulation. I feel like we've got stimulation four or five stimulation, times. Stimulation, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Which, again, is another quick, I don't know if it's going to give you more so, control. Okay, so once again, here we go. We got another control issue with number nine. <laughs> Did the guy that started this, is he a two-pump chump? Is that the problem? He's like, <laughs> look, if I had foreskin, I would be able to last way longer. <laughs> or come whenever I want. Because, Maybe he's impotent. Because I've got my CPU down there. My CPU, I can just control the shit like Sting. I can go tantric or I can just orgasm on command. Like, I wonder if these guys, like, seriously, the way this reads, it seems like these guys, like, you could be standing in line with one of these guys, like, at the movie theater. And then all of a sudden he's just like, yeah, I'm bored. I think I'm going to just give myself an orgasm here. Just boop, 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 boop. It's a little foreskin, you know, feedback receptors to the, to the brain. Just boop, 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 boop. Ah! And you're looking at Charlie next to you like, Charlie, what the fuck? Charlie, are you doing that again? Well, there wouldn't be an again. Charlie and I wouldn't hang out anymore. Yeah, that's true. I think I'd be done with Charlie. Yeah. I'd be done there, with Charlie. Be no standing in the line yeah. next to Charlie as he yeah. simulates a Actually, I'd just walk away. Orgasm. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd just go, wait, I'd wait. I'd probably never seen that movie again. <laughs> it's just, you couldn't show your face at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would remember. There's Travis and his sex friend. <laughs> the fucking sex fiend. Charlie. That's another one in the no column. So, yeah. I mean, it's just that's the way they're making it sound like. You'll come on command. Nine. Oh. Uh, that was nine. Oh, sorry, ten. Yeah. Excuse me, ten. Helps prevent erection and ejaculation when unwanted. Like we, I, I just feel like we're spinning our wheels here. Did a girl write this? <laughs> I don't I mean, think it did. Yeah, I don't know about you, but like I stopped getting boners like on the school bus. Well, probably when I stopped going to school and riding the school bus, but. Unwanted boners? Yeah, unwanted boners, yeah. Like, the school bus is probably the last, like, unwanted boner experience I can remember. Where you're on the school bus, and it's kind of... And, you know, you've got that awkward little tent pitching in your pants, and you sort of just put your book bag on your lap, like, oh, no, everything's fine, guys. No, I'm just... uh, No, I don't know why I put my book bag there all of a sudden. I just... I just... (laughs) Just want to put it there. What age was that? Leave me alone, Chet! Um, you know, adolescence, probably around 12, 13. Okay. Yeah. Like going into middle school. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't think that, that, that sounds a little young and I don't think you're right. Really? Because no. for me by high school, I was pretty much good. In like control with, of it. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. I would still get the, I'd still get, you know. Okay. So really no. It's just what floated well, your... Well, I mean, yeah. Before it, you didn't know what was causing it, and then you got to Let's put it this school, way. Like, I, I, can, I can ride... Yeah. I mean, I can ride the bus now 
and not just like <laughs> throw boners around like I did when I was an adolescent. Okay, uh, could you go on a date and have a girl be not necessarily overtly advancing towards you, but doing things that, you know... That cause stimulation? Like look at you that would stimulate you. I don't know if a look would cause me to just throw a boner, but I mean, it could. If it was like a really good look, like a really fucking good look. (laughs) Not like the way you're looking at me right now. Good. Good. (laughs) That's why we can see movies together. Yes. Well, actually, we don't have to look at each other in the movie. Well, there won't be any... We've gone down a weird Number road. 11. Yeah, thank you. Max, oh, you might be onto something with this guy that wrote this now. Maximizes penile length and thickness. Okay, here we go. Yep, you I know, think we're starting to get to the mm, root of the problem. Now, I would put that in the pro column, but it sounds sort of sad for this author. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Like I, he rallied a whole bunch of dudes that were like, <laughs> it's not big, I'm not lasting, I can't, I can't get where I want to go. I'm chafing all the time. <laughs> This is really just an inadequacy group. Fuck you, mom and dad. And I have a lot of sympathy for a dude to have problems in this area. makes total sense to me. I get it. I get where the support group comes up. But to be on the street corner with the pants and the blood stains and the women with signs and... You're going to love number 12. Feels details as well as the fingertips can. That's bullshit. (laughs) That's complete bullshit. Hold on, dude, dude. I want to see a blind, uncircumcised person reading Braille with their dick. That's what that's telling me. Like, although impressive, no. (laughs) I got to see that now. Like, I'm just going to put it in a movie. A blind, uncircumcised guy reading Braille. Because apparently, according to this, he should be able to. He can feel the details. Every time he went jogging, he'd think people were yelling at him. This is not, this is a bullshit. This is a bullshit list. People got together on this list. This is just like the cults, by the way. Yeah. Poor information, poor stimulation, and now they're out on the corner. I mean, I think they're all just hanging out trying to get laid. But like, (laughs) the bloodstained pants are going to be a. Well, the girls had them too. Girls had them too. Did they? Yeah, one of the girls did in one of the pics. I'll trust you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Do you think that those girls sleep with circumcised guys? Do you think they're like the reverse of what I experienced? Like, mm, you've been circumcised. All those men no. seemed very unhappy. <laughs> there weren't smiles on those corners. <laughs> no, they and there were... weren't inviting signs. No, they were pretty angry. And it's gone. It's gone national. Yeah, hit us in Apple Valley. <laughs> hit the poor people in Hagerstown, Maryland, the little town I was born in. Now, keep in mind, if you completely disagree with our with our common sense approach towards this, you can go to this bloodstainedmen.org and donate, become part of the party, get the keychains, wear the white suit and the white pants, the bloodstained crotch, hold the signs about your foreskin. You can be part of this group. You can. And what's that website again? Uh, it's bloodstainedmen.org. One more time, Jim. Bloodstainedmen.org. You can join. <laughs> and I, I encourage you to send us pictures of the whole process of you joining the group, what you sign, the donations, where you get your signs made up, the feedback you get wall picketing. I'm interested in all of that. All right. So I'm just going to burn through 13 through 16. It's here. all about sensitivity, right? <laughs> Increases sexual arousal. There we are. We've, sensitivity. Yep. We've already covered it. Defends against harmful germs. I don't b- agree. Keep going. <laughs> Prevents painful erections. Now, the only, I mean, I've heard of the painful erection before. I've heard of, like, the guy that took too much Viagra 
and it wouldn't go down for hours. Painful. That erection. would be a painful erection. Um, Only in use has it been a painful, either via neglect or abuse. <laughs> right, right. What is that more? The balls, the blue balls. I used to think that was a fake thing until I was about twenty oh, no. something, no, and it's I was real. like, "It's real. It happens. Yeah, it it's happens real to you. It, it is real." I thought it was just some really smart dude on a date was like, "Do you know what you're doing to me?" Right, right. Yeah, that guy's fucking yeah, smart. He's like the genius that invented the popcorn in the in the movie theater. Yeah, but no, it's a real thing. No, it really is. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. It really hurts. Well, weird. It's a weird hurt. Yes. Yeah, it's strangeful. Like it almost makes you like I don't know about you, but when I get it, like I mean, it, it, it feels like mildly like you've been kicked in the balls. But like it's almost like 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 it makes you. F- For me, it's almost like diarrhea. Like oh god, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like it's just like that lower pain. Like oh no, this is not how it feels. For this those, is so bad. Those of you that uh, fair sex, it's not how it feels. It's, yeah, it's more no, of a pressure. Yeah, it's, it's like sh- a. It's a painful pressure. It's a swelling. Yes. <laughs> it's a swelling. <laughs> Which could lead to diarrhea. No, just <laughs> so if you don't want your man shitting, you know, just, 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 just don't blue ball. So how many no. of those? Um, boil that list down. Okay, of and the then, six- oh, okay, and then uh, here we go. Prevents pain after orgasm. So, so boner, so how many were pain, how many were sensitivity, and how many were arousal? Okay, so let's see here. We've got... Okay. Oh, we had germs, too. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say germs. So two germs. So, two germs. All right, I'm just going to go through the list here, and then you mark them down, okay? All right. All right, we've got germs. Yep. Uh, we've got chafing and loss of feeling. That's sensitivity, yep. Uh, we've got natural lubricants. That's sensitivity. Uh, natural lubricants. Uh, well, let's put that one aside, okay? Uh, feels good in zone of specialized. Sensitivity, yep. Delivers pleasure. Sensitivity. Rolls, glides rather than rubs. Um, we'll put that back over in the Helps to prevent, prevent friction. It's a friction dryness thing. Okay, boom. Uh, keeps the head of the penis warm, <laughs> moist, and comfortable. Let's go with lube again. So we've got four lubes. Yep. Uh, provides sensory feedback, giving the man greater control sensitivity, of the Sensitivity, got it. Facilitates erection and ejaculation when wanted. Uh, sensitivity, Helps yep. Helps prevent erection and ejaculated when unwanted. yep. Maximizes penile length and thickness. Ooh, different appearance? category. Is it apparent? That's it's not uh, friction. It's not sensitivity, and it's not germs. So we'll go with size. Is it a size and erection thing? Okay. Feel uh, feels details as well as the fingertips. Sensitivity can. increases sexual arousal. Sensitivity, sensitivity. <laughs> defense against harmful germs. Germs can't okay, got that. It prevents painful erections. Sensitivity. sensitivity prevents pain after orgasm. Sensitivity. Never had pain after orgasm. I so one, have. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of these are about sensitivity. So over half. Four of them are about friction. So a quarter. Two are germs and one is size. One eighth or is erection. germs and uh, yeah, one sixteenth is okay. So I could have boiled it down to keeps you clean, makes you feel more, reduces friction, and may help with size and erection. There we go. That's the list of 16 points. It feels so so much simpler and different when you put it that way, Jim. Well, the, the group would be a lot smaller. <laughs> right. And we could literally go billboard on this. <laughs> yeah. Not, not ruin people's lives on a street corner with bad genes and bad decisions. Yeah, please, please, please don't. That was... Don't get me wrong. I, it didn't ruin my day. It, it, it entertained the fuck out of me. But, you know, other people. Other people might not take a kinder into that. So, uh... How do we segue to nuclear war? Is there a segue to nuclear war? Oh, we just talked about the penis. 
Uh, we talked it's about phallic missiles or phallic, phallic missiles. Yeah. yeah. And we've got two presidents sort of, you know, wearing missiles like they're dicks. A lot of humorous there. Yeah. Yes. A lot of humorous. Really loving that. Have you noticed in the humor columns, though? This is like the only thing that I've really seen on it is the, the humorists. And uh, every time they do Trump's like missile dick, his is always bigger. But um, Kim Jong Un, his is always girthier. His <laughs> missile dick. See, we've seen comics where each one of them is sporting a nuclear dick. bomb as a as a dick as a dick. Yeah, they're yeah. sort of you know having like a like a pissing contest. You know, you're saying North Korea's a little more girthy. Yeah, they gave yeah it was definitely clearly shorter, but a little you know. Snub nose fighter, man. You know, it had it had the girth. Right. And then um Trump th- was just length. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of a real thing right now. Now I, I I'm not going to talk about the threat of nuclear war. Because what I really think is that it's all a fucking distraction. From what? From what he's doing? I from think what they're to, doing. I think to have a war to propagate all of this worldwide aggression to, to, to put the attention on this is to take ten, attention away from other things, you know, follow the shining ball while I pollute, follow the shiny ball while I make the rich richer, follow the shiny ball where uh, don't, don't look too far into that Russia thing. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's look over here because in all reality, we've done nothing about the atrocities in North Korea for half a century. Right. We've been inundated with countries that don't like us already that have nuclear warheads. I mean, Pakistan's not a fan. No. Russia's not a fan. Not really. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's no shortage. Now you've had, you know, the USSR, which broke down into a bunch of different right. countries, all with their own nuclear arsenals. We don't have control of that. I don't know what the fuck's going on with all of those. No. You don't see us sending the army over there to fuck with them. No, they're so so close to Seoul, and they're doing this, and they're they're selling nuclear technology to terrorists, and all these places are doing this. Right. You can make a very convincing list to me as to why we should be going after this, the, the North Korea. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But you could do that I mean, with a we lot had, of places. We, we had a whole war over it yeah. in the 1950s. We just did a war where we thought they might have had weapons in Iraq, and we yeah. were just wrong, and like, that was okay. That was oh, cool. We yeah. fucked up on that. Sorry. I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm running, I'm getting tired of this posturing. It's an old narrative. It really is. I mean, presidents have been doing it back and forth forever. Um, Certain ones more so than others. But it's it's just, it's a tired narrative for me. They're they're talking about uh, firing test missiles towards Guam. Now, I understand that unlike, you know, Pakistan is not threatening the United States with nuclear war. I understand that. And I see that North Korea is. Right. I understand that too. But they've always sort of done that in North Korea. It's just we started printing the fucking headline where before we were like, hey, did, did you hear he said that? And like, he always yeah, says that. He yeah. tried to fire a missile and like it went like 200 feet and took out one of his own boats. Right. That was typically like always the narrative. Do you think uh, India or China want mushroom clouds passing through the countryside? Do you, do you I mean, no. North Korea even gets real kind of serious about this. Those two countries without us have to be like, hey, you know, we don't want massive radiation in our country, so we're going to have to deal with North Korea on our own. Yeah. Maybe China should deal with North Korea. Well, it's going to get awful warm in Beijing if they don't. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's, it's the, the 
the South China Sea there being completely polluted with I mean, all of that. Maybe they fallout? can be like, "Hey, we're communists. We're communists. You don't see us flexing nuts like this." You know, let's let's talk about this. Come on, come on. And let's they, talk. in all likelihood, are they 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 in all likelihood have this dialogue going on, whether it's publicized or not. And what we are being given as citizens is look at the shiny ball. Look yeah. at North Korea. I mean, like I said, what, so what else is new? Everyone's got a shiny ball. What was Clinton's shiny ball during um, Lewinsky? Wasn't it the uh, Kosovo-Serbia uh, Serbia thing where he was firing missiles into Kosovo-Serbia? Herzegovina? Well, that was that there. I mean, that was a fucked up thing that was happening. But instead of putting boots on the ground, he was just, oh, we'll fire missiles. There was an active war going on there where in North Korea, nothing's happening. That's true. You know, it's a little just, different. They're over there testing missiles, trying to get nuclear capability. And the scare is, well, this guy's so crazy. He's just so off the rails. He's going to fire a nuclear missile at the United States or one of the neighboring countries to try to take them over. And it's a kind of a, you know, have you ever played? So in the new version of Risk, right, there's a new, uh, uh, there's a, uh, a uh, what do you call legacy game for risk where Mm -hmm. you play risk and the board gets affected all right okay and at one point in time somebody drops a nuke all right i'm pretty sure that in their uh their simplified version of what happens with nuclear war is pretty close to what's going to happen should we drop either side a nuke you don't win the property no it's like okay uh well they're gone, yeah. but... We, uh, we hit Guam, but it's awful warm there now for the next million years. We aren't going to be... It's not going to be good. Nobody's going to be there. Yeah. And now that we've taken that out, the volley of nuclear warhead coming our way isn't going to make things very comfortable. No, probably not. You yeah, know, it's just... it's. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I think that a lot of people are under a lot of stress in the 24-hour news cycle, seeing nuclear warheads and the well, craziness yeah. and the and threats. The news, and the news isn't helping. They're actually the ones that are probably the worst at it because they're the ones, perp- you know, perpetuating these stories round the clock. I mean, every, what, five minutes is it on CNN? You get the same story? The same, well, the the, the riots that happened over the weekend helped kind of quell that, you know, where we had the white supremacists oh, trying yeah, to that, save. Oh, that, yeah, that that's some great news to have to help quell. And- I'm sorry, I misspoke. They're not white supremacists. They're simply just white preservationists that were upset that the General Lee statue was going to be taken down. Oh, good Lord. And there were people that didn't like that. Uh, you know, probably not. They said that the you know the Nazi flags were representative of a prideful time in white culture. A prideful time, right? Okay. And the uh, you know the Führers, what the, do they so call the, that? The, the Sikhile. Yeah, yeah. That was that was just you know again. And that's how they put it. Wow. Yeah. They wow. even have people that are getting on the news that have been caught because what they're doing is they're taking any of the pictures they could find of the white supremacists. Mm-hmm. They're posting that picture online with the person's real name, their real job, their real shit from people oh, that know them. Like, man. oh, hey, that's Tom. He's the janitor at the fucking high school. Yeah. <laughs> so now these people are online like, I'm sorry. Uh, you totally misinterpreted the message. I just wanted to be prideful of my race and I wanted to see the history of it preserved. And it's like... You were carrying a swastika. Sieg Heiling. <laughs> right. Well, doing the goose step. Like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's sort of been the distraction from North Korea lately. Yeah. Now you're done, Tom. You're done. Give us, give us, no, give us the janitor closet keys. You, you uh. They probably go in there and then find a Detroit Red Wings fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking like, Banner in his janitor's closet or something. You heard about that, right? No. 
The Detroit Red Wings during those? Oh, the logo. Yeah, the abuse of the logo. <laughs> yeah. They weren't happy about that. No. <laughs> you take the hockey team and turn it into a white supremacy logo. Yeah, because weren't they from like Michigan or something? They were one of the Michigan. I can't. I don't remember. And I think they, all they did was add a feather to the logo. So it looked like two feathers with the But wheel. you look at it and it's clearly the Detroit Red Wings logo. That's negative. Yeah. <laughs> and the Detroit drive Red- your min- minorities away from hockey in Detroit. Yeah. And the Detroit Red Wings were very, very much like, fuck you on that. I think... Um, them and then the NHL issued a statement too, and I believe they're actually looking to um, sue them for you know property uh, copyright infringement stuff like that. Detroit has an image problem right now, anyway. I don't think this is going to help. No, and I mean I don't know if you've ever been to Detroit. I actually never have, so I can't speak to uh, what their populace is like. They've had some economic issues. Well, I know that they've had economic issues. And that's kind of turned things a little negative. Yeah, and, and yeah. there was a period of time where parts of the state city weren't even. There was no police presence at all. Yeah, just well, I, I do remember. Uh, what was his name? Quishi Kwame? Was it Kwame? The the mayor or governor that was essentially like a pimp. I think they sort of parodied or lampooned him in RoboCop 2. Oh, right. Yeah, and like, you know, like this prostitute went dead and missing that he was always seeing around. And, and that was before there were big problems. Yeah, that was before. And there was Flint. There was some, you know, I mean, like oh, Michigan Flint's in still, general's had yeah. some trouble. They've had some trouble. Flint's just never recovered. I so, taking, so, so taking their fucking, like one of the things that the they're proud thing, of. Like one of the only things, Ford and the Red Wings. Yeah, you basically the Red Wings <laughs> is like the only thing that's still winning in <laughs> Michigan. And they just took it and just, ah. Uh, so Detroit Red Wings, I'm not a fan of your hockey club, but I sympathize. Sympathize. I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, I Well, I can't empathize. I've never had like a picture of Travis. Or it's not like they were out there with When Life Attacks banners, Sieg Heiling and Goose Stepping. So, I mean, you know, I can't say that I empathize with the Red Wings. I think that would improve listenership. What? <laughs> No, that's the wrong way to think. Sorry. That's, yeah, no. That's, that's the wrong way to think. I don't want those listens. I don't want those listeners. <laughs> They'd be passionate. From what I can see, they're passionate. <laughs> Clearly. And until they get outed. <laughs> oh, man, they were taking some hits. They were just walking down the street. The whole idea was to march through town and then end up at the Robert E. Lee statue. And like yeah. they, they then had to confront the people that were upset about the Nazis and the racism and the bigotry. Like the normal people? The normal people. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they pretty much just trying to like, Let's do this. They were like, this is going to be a street fight. And, and so then eventually one of the crazy uh, uh, white pride people decided to run their car into a group of protesters. So he'll be doing life because he actually killed one of those people. So that was a distraction from the nuclear weapons, right? Like this is our news cycle from yeah. this to that. Yeah. <laughs> Find, follow the red bouncing ball to follow the yellow bouncing ball. And, and, yeah. So I was doing some research for the show and I was looking over our old notes and I was like, man, we didn't talk about Chester Bennington from, from Lincoln Park passing away. And like you said, we didn't talk about you know, Chris Cornell when he committed suicide. And I was like, oh, we're going to we're gonna have to talk about it and blah, blah, blah. And well, so much time's passed. Yeah. I if, think everything's been talked about. And there's yeah. been, the, there were like 300 memorials for Chester around the yeah. world. And, and truth be told, I didn't even know his name because I'm not a Linkin Park fan. Well, they're so. huge. Oh, I know. And you, I know that they're huge. And I know. Well, I loved that, a lot of their songs, even so. though they were sort of depressing. But there is a theory about their deaths. Okay. Wait, um. That they're intermingled here? Yes. Cornell and? Cornell and Chester were murdered. 
Uh, you, uh, what, what websites have you been looking at again, Jim? Several. Of course. Several websites. Yeah. We always, why do we always find the kooky ones? I don't know. We're, we're really good at it. Does crazy just attract crazy? I'm not behind on this. Actually, a few it was a week or two after Chester killed himself, he was on uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, what's his face? Um, oh, why can't I ever remember his name? You know, the crazy guy that thinks uh, the earth is flat. Oh, the basketball player? Uh, no, no. He's another MMA fighter. Okay. His name's not Roman. What is it? I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. He's funny as hell. Because he, he just flies in the face of all logic, and it just it frustrates like, Rogan and, so much. And, like, there are these kids that... Um, uh, Grumps, my roommate, was actually talking to me about this guy uh, this last week, about how there's, like, these fucking... There was this history teacher in... Eddie know, Bravo. Eddie Bravo. Okay. Yep. Eddie Bravo. He was on, and they were d- discussing, but continue. I just... And I, apparently there was, like, a, there's like, a history teacher... And he got a bunch of parents pissed off at him because he failed all their kids for saying that they believe the world is flat. And because he asked him, why do you believe this? Well, because the celebrity said that. And so he's like, uh, nope. No, he, he believes all the pictures were faked of outer space. You know, there's a yeah. satellite like 22,000 miles away from Earth that takes a picture of Earth every 10 minutes. You know what? Though? I just want, you know, he's got money. Get on a boat. Just go. See where you end up. Let's see if you fall off. Obviously, it's part of his act. You know, yeah. to, to be just defiant but, but that's, but in the that's face the, of all reason. Right, but that's the bullshit thing that sucks about it is because then you have these kids going, nope, the earth is flat, and um, we're not going to listen to our history teacher because what the fuck does he know? He's not a millionaire like our um, precious celebrity here. Well, Rogan hates him. No, no, Rogan likes him, but, you know, he hates... He hates what he does. He must enjoy the banter to some degree, but anyway, shortly after Chester died, <clears throat> Bravo brought up this theory. This conspiracy theory, excuse me, and it upset Rogan. He thought it was in poor taste to talk about, excuse me, he thought it was in poor taste to talk about uh, Bennington even being involved in this because it was too close to his death and, you know, we shouldn't undermine suicide because it's a serious problem and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that's, that sounds good, Rogan. Like it was, it was coming from a good place. Yeah. Now, we're not in that place. We're a few weeks later, and I thought I would just mention that uh, Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell had a nonprofit, and uh, part of this nonprofit was about sexual abuse, and they were about to expose a list of Hollywood pedophiles, known entertainment pedophiles. (laughs) And the theory is that they they, they were both found the same way with the same wounds, but were in fact murdered. They were hung. They didn't hang themselves. They were uh, knocked unconscious. They didn't get bumps on the back of their head because they were, you know, cut loose and hit their head on the floor unconscious, but rather were received. Uh, you should not bring murdered. this up to me, man. Because I, when I was a kid, right when AOL first started, I followed Tom Grant's um, um, sort of like email list. Um, he was the guy that headed the investigation that Kurt Cobain was murdered. Yep. Um, I mean, I followed his list. I corresponded with him for a little, you know, a little, what was I, 12 year old, 13 year old Travis. I was corresponding with this guy. Seems not normal, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just, hey, how's the investigation going? Good parental monitoring. Yeah. So, 
Um, I hope your dad's listening. Way to go. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I can go down those. Well, you know that I can go down those rabbit holes. Well, that is the rabbit hole, in fact, that is the conspiracy theory that Chester and Chris were murdered because they were about to expose an enormous pedophile ring with very important names in that ring. That that wasn't an accident. You know, how was Kurt Cobain able to pull the trigger on that shock? I still, I want to know. See, fuck, fuck. I can't. I got to walk away from this. I got to walk away from this. You can talk about it. Well, I watched, I'm the, away. I watched Chester Bennington's supposed last interview. In fact, you can find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And when you hear the guy talk, um, I tend not to believe this theory that they were murdered. He seems kind of blue. Just like he was kind of on his way out. Well, he said he found no joy in anything ever. Right. And at one point he described himself as being a person that just wanted to crawl away from everybody and everything and take no food and no water and just fade away. Wow. And so um, he said when he was happy, he didn't want to be happy. When he was sad, he didn't want to be sad. He was always fighting his way out of certain emotions. Right. And that... uh, even when he described his latest birthday, he sat in bed all day long and watched Iron Fist, the new Marvel show on Netflix, had a steak dinner and a cake with his family, and then went back to bed. So a little blue, you know, a little blue. Yeah. Not sounding like he was 100%. But <clears throat> anyway, that is the theory as to, I guess people need to explain it to themselves one way or another, like why would these two rock stars kill themselves? Right, at the same time. It couldn't just be that they just killed themselves at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't add up. doesn't did. add up. Doesn't, no, no. They were heroes trying to expose a horrible ring and they paid for it dearly with their lives. They remain heroes in death the way they were in life and that's that's the summation of, of their demise. Right. But I think the reality is... That they might want to recheck their math. Because I'm getting I'm getting different numbers it's, here. It seems it seems as sad as it is. And I love them both. I'm a baby of the '90s. You know, I yeah. love, I'm not a well, I'm a baby of the '70s, but I grew up in the '90s. You know, right. it was my generation. And these guys, even into you know, Chester was more late '90s, 2000s. Yeah, huge band. Love Lincoln Park. Yeah, they were more like sort of like when you were in high school. Like it would have been Soundgarden, whereas when I was in high school, it would have been Lincoln Park. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Lincoln Park would have been like 98 to... Yeah, they came out sort of like when I was in my upperclassman years, like when no. I was in Europe. Yeah. Soundgarden was even a little early for me. It was more... Soundgarden was like... Soundgarden was like 91. Well, that's when they kind of hit huge. 92. But I mean, they they were around since like 86. Yeah. So. so my high school was more like Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like middle school for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. We're like five years apart. Exactly. So it was, that was a bummer. I, I, I wanted to say something back in our previous episodes because I did like, oh, fuck, I love Chris Cornell. It was amazing. I mean, to say I loved him means I love his work. Yeah. I didn't know each other. He might have been an asshole. I don't know. Everybody you, said he was a sweetheart. You know who actually <laughs> thought he was an asshole? My ex. <clears throat> Texas Exes thought he was an asshole. Oh, you know, you were going to talk about him. Texas Exes today. She met him. She met him. How did she meet him? Is this t- is this this is one of her stories she tells? She said uh, she met him. Uh, she worked, I guess, for like a, one of the record companies for a little while, and ran into him backstage. And she said that he was just sort of a, you know, self absorbed prick, or not wanting to talk to strangers. Possibly, <laughs> I don't know. What year was this? Oh, uh, she didn't say. Um, would have been sometime between two thousand and two thousand ten. Yeah, he was probably over it. Married. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, who are you? I don't want to. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a nice person, but come on, man. Let me. I'm gonna go about my way. You go about your way. If I wasn't who I am, would you have stopped me? You know, do you just stop people and ask them, "Hey, what's up?" When you're a celebrity, you, I think you kind of have to suck it up. I think you do. That is sort of part of the, you know, that's part of the trade-off. You can't run around and say, "I want to be." I want to be just appreciated, and I want the world to love me and get into all of my work. And then when they do, be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Right. Can't you see I'm having dinner?" Right, right. Like, hey, hey, I can't go to the store and buy cocoa puffs like a normal person. Well, at that point, you're kind of not a normal yeah, person. You fucking, anymore. you made your own bed. Yeah, don't shit on people because their once in a lifetime chance encounter with you is right. But at the same time, don't also be that guy that's like, like there's a time to not maybe approach some of these people. Um. Like they're sitting down with their family having dinner. <laughs> taking a leak, whatever. Taking a leak, probably not a good time. <clears throat> but but they just get done with a concert and you bump into them. Yeah. I think that's that's reasonable. I mean, because at that point, they're at work. That's them, you know, they're they're on the time clock. People kind of lose their shit, though, when they meet, you know, you don't meet celebrities every day. So when you run yeah. into one, you're kind of, you kind you don't act like yourself. Did, have you ever been um, starstruck? Hmm. How many celebrities have you met? Let Actually, me a lot. Same here. Well, I consider it a lot because some I, people, a lot of people, don't even meet one in their life. My parents owned a bunch of video stores when I was a kid, and as a consequence, we went to these conventions where they try to sell my parents, you know, whatever movies these celebrities have been in. And so you'd be in these, you know, autograph lines or uh, dinners or whatnot. You absolutely exposed to them, and they were, I. Typically, they all understood the environment they were in. I can tell you that I barely recognize people that I went to high school with out in the general public. So a celebrity could walk right past me and I probably wouldn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So never starstruck. No. Never nervous. Never starstruck. And it's not that I'm... uh, you know, like, I'm, oh, no, I'm, I'm over it or whatever. I'm so cool. Yeah. Like, I, they're just people like me. Right. I just never. Which they are in a way. But. I, you know, there was only been, uh, you know what? I'm lying. There's one person. <clears throat> okay. I have one too. There's one person. Yeah. Now, I'll be brief. Uh, my favorite baseball player when I was growing up was Kirby Puckett. Oh, you were a Kirby Puckett fan? Huge. It was pathetic. I, I liked mean, I Ker- was, uh, was Herbeck. Yep, Herbie. Yeah. Herbie, I like the first baseman. Uh, but Kirby Puckett, center fielder for the Twins during both their world championships. He yep. was, you know, batting champion. He was huge shit for a while. Uh, for Minnesota, he was Minnesota. Yeah. And so a year or two after he retired, uh, he, he was at the Mall of America in a bar I wasn't old enough to get into. But he was uh, going back and forth. Uh, to the bathroom, which is Oh, funny. yeah, because in the Mega Mall, yeah. was it in the upper level? Yep, yeah. it was in the upper level, and some of the bars shared a common bathroom. And uh, he, they also had a room where he was sort of getting prepped near the bathrooms where he kind of had his own, I don't know if you want to call it a green room or whatever. Uh, yeah, a yellow room. So I went down to Field of Dreams, an autograph store, and bought an official baseball. Okay. And I got right in the proximity of where he would be walking. Yeah. And he walked right past me, and he he just looked like he didn't want to be fucked with, and I just couldn't get the words out for an autograph. And I just, I I was just dumbfounded. I'm like, I just can't. I'm sorry. I actually talked to the celebrity that I got starstruck with, and it's, 
like the weirdest fucking one. Kevin McDonald from the Kids in the Hall. Like, I don't know, you know, that's like the last celebrity, quote unquote, that you would think, what would you call it? Maybe C-list celebrity? Well, that, not to you. I mean, yeah. When Kids in the Hall was huge, they were, I mean, they were right up there with Saturday Night Live going at it. And that was during like the good, like, um, you know, you had uh, Phil Hartman and all those guys doing Saturday Night Live at the time. And um, I've met them a couple times, just show because they go out and like they'll just go out and talk with people after the shows. And um, like my one friend, she just obsessed with Dave Foley, so she got starstruck. And I go and just talk to Dave Foley, and just we just shoot the shit about just like you and me do. He's just, approachable. Yeah, very approachable. We're just shooting the shit about anything and everything. Uh, I'm just going through all of them, just talking with them all, and just having a good time. And then I get to Kevin McDonald. And to me, he was just the master of physical comedy. He's the one, you know, with that very, the very high voice that I can't do. <laughs> and um, I just met, I was just like, yeah, yeah, can't, can yeah, 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 can, can, like, can I just have your autograph, please? <laughs> I couldn't, like, I, yeah, I couldn't talk. And he was just like, all right, fine. You know, in his voice. I give special needs autographs all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Keep fighting, kid. <laughs> Pretty much. You get a load of that kid. Someone make sure he gets home all right. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that was about it. I mean, I've done things like I hung out with the Dandy Warhols after one of their shows. Uh, what's that Irish pub across from First Ave? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I just couldn't know that's the Irish pub across from. Like after the show, <clears> just <throat> you know, I run into them, uh, the drummer after the show, and it's right by their bus. Just my buddy and I are walking by as he's walking by. And, like, I just kind of thought I was cracking wise at him. I was just like, so, hey, tell me, what, rock and roll buses have, like, come a crib with, like, full bar, you know, full bars or whatever? And uh, he made this joke. He was like, no. <laughs> like, you know, we got to buy our own stuff and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, by the way, you know, you should join us. We're actually, he's like, don't tell anybody. I don't want, like, a fucking horde of people there. But just, you know, you and your buddy want to, you know, we're right over there. Walked in. As soon as I walked in, I mean, he was just, he was super cool. He was just like, hey, you showed up. Thank you. And there was only like, it was basically just us and their road crew in there. And the road crew was from Europe. So they were very fun, festive. And then um, it was just the drummer. And then the lead singer came in after a while. And then him and I just kind of sat at this table both by ourselves and just smoked cigarettes and drank Guinness and um, like talked about life. Talked girls, talked. I was twenty one at the time. I'm sure they're so. searching for a certain authenticity to kind of get beyond the super fan and talk to real people. I, yeah, I would imagine that they kind of crave that. I've tried to. Yeah, it all started. Know. It all started over a lighter that I had. I had this obsession with um, golf, golfing theme lighters, even though I don't fucking golf. Because he asked me for a light, and I just kind of handed him the lighter, and he looked at it. He just kind of double taked, and I was like, "What? You a golfer?" <laughs> he's like no he's like you it's like no why'd you get this i don't know i'm just you know obsessed with them and then that sparked the whole conversation so you know they're people i i have a tough time trying to manufacture relationships with non-celebrities you know the cocktail party convo where it's like oh and what do you do oh, and you marry and you got kids and you drive cars too and you know it's yeah then imagine like all these people are coming in. so i get it like like when you're off when you're off the set, I get it. Don't, you know, like you shouldn't really bother people. But if they're, if they're rocking and rolling and doing their show, I think that's an okay to do, time to do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, except well, you gotta have. Or a, if they're at an autograph signing, there's a rock star quotient. I think you know, unlike a professional athlete, when you're a rock star, you know, like you wouldn't expect to go up to Axl Rose and have him be super cool to you. You know, you're like, oh, he's gonna be a he's fucking gonna be dickhead. A dick. He's gonna be a dick. You know, yeah. go to two chains. You're not expecting him to be like, oh, hey, nice to see you. And then, isn't there a certain age? Is there an? Is there a? Is there a median line where you're too old to be starstruck? Right, right. Because I, I think the Kevin McDonald thing was the last one to happen to me. I was about 26. And then after that, like, I just sort of even lost interest. Who's your just, favorite hockey player right now? My favorite hockey player right now would be mm-hmm. Evgeny Kuznetsov. All right, how old is he? God, he's like probably 26. Okay, could you gush over getting his autograph? No. Because it'd be fucking, when you see him pads off, just normal, he'd be a kid to you. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, hey, cool. Nice to meet you. Can I get your autograph? But that's like, even if I'm thinking about it more for me, it would probably be more, Hey, can I just get a pic? You know, Mm -hmm. can I just get a pic with you? Mm -hmm. And not even a selfie. Just, you know, have someone else take it. Cause I, I, you know how I feel about selfies. I'm not a big selfie guy. So you're going to take a picture with a kid. And that's like, if I even got to that point, you know, that's like the, the, the extreme that I would take it. I feel like it's even weird then, you know, it's 26 year old kid. Like now make that, make that person a girl. So now you're going to get a picture with a 26-year-old girl. Is that weird? You're 35, so maybe not. Yeah. I'm 41. Is it weird when I want a picture with a 26-year-old girl? I think a little bit because in in that way, as a 36-year-old guy or whatever age, you've been obsessing over that younger person. (laughs) So now now you've made assertions that clearly I'm not stable because I've been lusting over this (laughs) 26-year-old girl. Right, right. Um, it's okay for diehard Bruce Willis guy to be married to a 26 year old, but regular guy. No. Well, I just think it's, it's just strange that people, you know, cause obviously there's some form of obsession with them. Celebrity, you know, I mean, even search. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why like, I try to keep things like, I don't like to read too much, like into personal stories about athletes. Like I'll just read enough. Like if I like, they're one of my favorite players, like I read enough to be like, is he a good guy or not? If not, then, okay, fuck him. I don't want to know, probably. So actually, I do read a little bit about athletes just because you do. You don't want to cheer for a dickhead. No. In, so. Unless well, it's sort of like, you know, your friend that's an asshole and he's our asshole. You know, right, right. Every group of friends has got the one cat that's Yeah, asshole. see, but with hockey, I, I only see that happening like with like a goon, you know? Like, he's our goon. And everybody usually says the goon's like the really nice guy. Oh, he's right. just a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they usually say. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, know. he beat the fuck out of that guy. I don't know. <laughs> I just see him. It's just a job. Yeah, I just saw him nearly. Like, did you see the bones on that guy's face, what he did to them? He's well, a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. the greatest guy. Teddy bear. He's yeah. a teddy bear. So Wouldn't kill a fly. No. <laughs> Knocked his teeth out, but wouldn't, wouldn't kill, kill a fly. fly. Nope. <laughs> You know, we started this banter about your ex. You know, yeah, I think we should just continue that into next week. I'm good with not. You're just gonna leave him. I'm gonna leave him. You gave a whole teaser about it, and you're just gonna leave him. Yeah, you know, I gave you a little story, so you know, I pep. If we're not gonna talk about it this week, give him a taste at least of what you're gonna talk about next week, and then you can't Scientology it like we've been doing. You gotta actually remember, and I'm gonna write it down. Travis's ex. No, we're gonna talk about it in two weeks when I get to pick the music again. You don't want to talk about it for two weeks because I'm going to do an intro next week. That's How right. lame are you? Because I just feel that strongly about it, Jim. You're going to forget about it by then. Well, I was kind of hoping that was going to be the case. So, okay, well. <laughs> so, uh, we'll maybe talk about it You know it what? Week. That just fits perfectly in line with our show. We tell you we're going to do things and we just fucking don't do them. Yeah. So, I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. 
why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. There you are. Come on, Ike. It's time. You stay away from my little brother. But, but, but son, I just... You aren't going to cut off his wee-wee. Not today, you sick-ass weirdo. Kyle, what are you talking about? And you, you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't you understand that us males are defined?